Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another podcast. We are going to be ASMRing this shit because it's super late and everyone at home is sleeping, so... Hey! <laughs> Let's get started. Today we are talking about a case that happened in Singapore in 1984. This is called the curry murder. Sounds kind of delicious. Oh god, gross. <laughs> you don't want to put delicious with murder ever. We're going to be talking about Ayakana Marita Mutu. So we'll call him Mutu for short. Um, this happened like maybe mid-December where his wife, um, Ramia, went to the Juchat police station and she filed a report for a missing person um, for her husband. So she made a report to the police saying that her husband has been uh, missing for over a week and this is um, oh, that's awfully long to okay, report a loss the the reason why it, she reported one week later was because um her husband said that he was going to Genting what's that? Genting Islands oh, Malaysia oh. <laughs> god damn now you know she's freaking Gen Z I don't know anything shut up I did not hear you so um, um according to Ramia right he really brushed off any questions that she asked he was quite hostile about the fact that he was going to Genting when she asked him why are you going to Genting he was like don't have to be asking me so many questions none of your business none that's of suspicious your now he's actually um he has a reputation for being a heavy drinker um he gets drunk and he hits his wife abuses his wife and he's also known for having a really bad temper he has so many um bad blood with you know his friends and his drinking buddies because of this temper after he drinks mm-hmm. yeah so she made a police report went to his house um, to inform his mother that he was missing. Um, another reason why the fact that, you know, Ramya not seeing Mutu for a week is normal is because he's a live-in caretaker, so he stays in the Shelley premises. Oh, and I get yeah. it. Yeah. But he ob- he always goes back home mm-hmm. because he has three kids and a wife, and I don't know. You you see, okay, you there's two different perceptions of his characteristics so it gets a bit confusing but we'll just start at the beginning okay okay so um once um ramia informed mutu's mom and brother that uh, mutu is missing says that he's gone to genting and just went awol uh, mutu's brother um, stopped by the police station and you know kept asking um for any updates yeah mutu's brother was actually really vigilantly looking for mutu went to all of the hawker centers that mutu frequents for drinking um and he saw one of mutu's drinking buddies but he went to mutu's drinking buddy and was like hey have you seen mutu around you know he said that he was going to genting and then you know mutu's drinking buddy was Genting? Why would he go to Genting? Mutu's a drinker, not a gambler. Mutu's drinking buddy also said that he doesn't come here anymore. He stopped coming here. And he also told his brother, like, you know, your brother's so hot-tempered. We got into a fight, actually. And I think he stopped coming because of that. One day, oh, they, were, damn. Yeah, they were getting drinks. You know, plainly, you say, like, hey, don't be like that. You're so dumb, you know? Yeah. Uh, but Mutu got so angry. He's like, do you just call me dumb? You know, and he just got like crazy. He threw like things at um, the drinking buddy, but the drinking buddy was like, "Hey, yo, calm down. It's just a freaking joke, yo." Yeah. 
Yeah. So then he told uh, Mutu's brother, all I know is that Mutu is no more. Oh, well, well, well. <laughs> he said... What's that supposed to mean, yeah. huh? He said that something happened to him, he is no more. Yeah. Mutu's brother was like, what? And Mutu's brother immediately went to the police station and was like, something happened to my brother, you need to get info. And the police was like, we have no information. And Mutu's brother at this point was getting so angry because it has been weeks, days, you know. And Mutu's brother was like, what do you mean you still don't have anything? Like, what are you doing, you know? So, I don't really know why he didn't um, try their best. Maybe they mm-hmm. thought because like, he's in another country, it'll be a bit harder. True, true. Yeah. So, literally three years later, okay, this case... Three years. Yeah, this case just went permanently in missing files. No one could find... Okay, you really need to pay yeah. respects for the family for that, man. Three mm, years three and years. just... Mutu's brother was... No, like, he did not give up, okay? Yeah. He kept in contact with the police. He just, like, constantly... Did. He had him... He had them on the phone, okay? Like, yeah. all the time. He would just be on the phone. Any news of my brother, any news of my brother, you know? Such Poor a thing. good brother. Yeah. yeah. Tea break. Sip some tea. Uh, ASMR brought to you by Home Brewed Evil. <laughs> <laughs> this is when it shit hits the fence, okay? So three years later, CID has a special unit and an investigator in this special unit has a reliable informant, okay? These um this informant and this um police investigator have been working together for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And this informant came, met up with the investigator and told him, Do you know this guy? Mutu. He's missing, isn't he? Yeah. Well, you're wrong. He's been hit, chopped, rubbed with curry powder and mixed with rice, cooked into curry and disposed all around Singapore. Oh god. <laughs> Just <laughs> Again. I don't like know how to visualize this. Okay, I didn't mean to just bring it on, but this is exactly what the informant said, okay? I have so many questions. Why though? I mean, do oh you God. think it was called curry murder for no reason? God damn. The CID was like, mm-hmm, okay girl, whatever. <laughs> you know, because who would believe something so bizarre? Yeah, it's... Okay, but at the same time, who the hell could come up with that? Exactly. So the CID was like, you have been such a reliable informant through so many freaking years. Mm-hmm. Why would you, like, come up and joke right now? Like, why are you ruining your credibility with us? Yeah. And he's like, trust me, man. Like, trust me. And so CID got digging. They were like, okay, fine. They took up this case mm-hmm. and they started working on it. CID went to investigate on Mutu and realize that Mutu doesn't have a passport. Ooh. How is he going to go to Genting without a passport? Y- yeah, that's... Yeah. So someone lied somewhere, right? So obviously... Things ain't adding up. Yeah. I hate that how this all found out three years later. I know, yeah. God they couldn't do much because it's three years later, you know? Yeah. CID went over to interview um, Mutu's former supervisor at the chalet. And you know what the supervisor had to say? He's a good caretaker, absolutely no problems at all. He was reliant, responsible. But wasn't he drunk? Yeah, so I guess that's like his nighttime hobby, but. Okay, true. Yeah, yeah. or like his weekend hobby. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing, okay? 
the caretaker said that Moto wasn't even on leave on the day that his wife said that he went to Genting. Okay, so he was on leave two days before the day that the wife said. Why couldn't they have found this out earlier? Two years before, right? Because I I don't know what the Jinchat police station was doing. Yeah, like the fact that he went to Genting. Do you know that he wasn't on leave? Yeah. Why didn't you help, man? Yeah. Like what happened two years ago, right? When, yeah, why exactly. didn't they do anything? Yeah. So and on top of all of this, CID found out that Mutu took a loan of six hundred dollars to buy school books for his kids for the new semester. Keep this in mind, okay. This is gonna okay. come um during the theory part. Then six hundred dollars though. Woo. So a news article came out based on alleged confessions that three men brought Mutu to the church, a Presbyterian church, and beat him up, chopped his body parts into tiny little pieces, rubbed curry powder on his flesh, and you know, cooked curry with his meat, mm-hmm. and mixed it with the rice, separated it into garbage bags, and threw it in trash bins all over Singapore. I'm really sorry for anyone who's eating right now while listening to this. So when the newspaper came out, this news article came out in a Chinese paper. Mutu's brother was walking down, you know, he saw the paper with Mutu's face on it. Yeah. He picked up the paper and he ran, he bolted trying to find like a Chinese person. Mm-hmm. And he was like, What does this read? What does read what does this read? Tell me what does this read? Yeah. And the guy was like guy killed cook curry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mutu's brother was like devastated, okay. He ran yeah. to his mom and he told his mom. His mom cried and fainted. Oh shit. Four people were arrested that day. Okay. So Ramya, Mutu's wife, yeah, and her three brothers. Oh. Dun 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 dun. Okay. Ramya, you know, she's always saying that she was abused by her husband, right? Yeah. No one's lying, like she was abused by her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not doubting that. Her three brothers. One of the brothers was a butcher. Yeah. The other one was a caretaker in a Presbyterian church. Oh. Where he my was God. allegedly brought to be hit and where the deed was done. Yeah. So one of the theories is that the brothers went to talk to Mutu regarding, you know, the violence against her on her sister. Yeah. You know, they're like, Hey, you know, we've had enough of you abusing her, she's always mm-hmm. crying, she's always, you know, like completely bruised up. Yeah. And Mutu actually stays right behind Presbyterian Church. Mm. So it wouldn't have been such a far travel for mm-hmm. them to actually bring him to the church. Yeah. And you know, one of the brothers being a caretaker there. It's just easier. He knows yeah, the layout of so the place easy. and everything. Yeah. yeah. So um and one of the brothers is a butcher. Yeah. So, so that would explain the cutting up yeah, of the body. If a if a guy can cut a whole cow what yeah. makes you think he can't cut a human. human, you know? He just needs the right tool. You can't use, like, a vegetable knife. You need an actual butching knife. Yeah, and I'm sure there's a special way to do it. So yeah, I guess, which yeah. he knows, right? Yeah, so that is one of the 
um, theories is that you know they were talking but things got heated you know maybe he was drunk he was angry you already know he has a bad temper he has a reputation for a bad temper yeah so something could have happened and you know um, things got ugly and you know he passed away and then the brothers was like oh shit we need to cover this up so it could be a cover up job yeah but here's the thing right it can't be a cover up job because the knife you know who carries just a butcher knife around wherever they go so for them to actually bring the butcher knife with them to that place so they has had to the be intent a premeditated yeah so they uh, they already had the preconceived plan like okay we need this for this this is our yeah. plan yeah but again these are theories now mm, you know yeah that's the thing right there is no stains no weapons no evidence they could have cleaned up really well yeah but still, but still that's really difficult if there's absolutely no evidence was that just the loudest motorcycle oh, ever? God damn it. Like, yeah. Yeah. You Be- think by being a butcher, he would know how to cover blood stains? No, but this is three years ago, you know. Oh, yeah, right. So... Yeah. And... You can't really say that then. I mean, come on. They were released, you know, eventually. Yeah. Four years later, they were released due to the lack of evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is how the missing person's case got turned into a murder case and then turned back into a missing person's case. I see. Yeah. So, another theory is that back then, in Singapore in 1980s, it was really common for Singaporean Indians to go back to India. The CID say that they've actually um, encountered many missing person cases where yeah. you know their families report them missing, but they actually just went back to India. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they thought that this was one of the possibilities. Yeah. But um, there's actually a, um, there's no reason. One of the investigators said that there's no reasons for um, Mutu to go back to India because he's a simple man. He has enough to eat, enough money to drink, enough money to take care of his family, and that's it. He doesn't have enough to start o- start a new life. Mm-hmm. And also, he is a really good father i mean he he took a loan for his kids why would he just up and leave them you know yeah so he does really like he does care he's not one that he yeah yeah yeah. he cares yeah it's freaking crazy man okay but can i ask yeah this is three years after when they discovered that his body was chopped up into curry and placed in bags how did they find that i don't know do you think that maybe one of the brothers told someone Possibly. Because the person who found it is just a super reliable person with a lot of information. Like, did they actually find the bags and could they test it? Or did they just overhear, like, oh, this is what happened? Three years, though. Three years. Yeah, exactly. So, like, was it really, like, did he really just overhear it? I don't know. It's so confusing, like, it's three years later and they find out. But that's it, though. That's it for this case. Wow. How anticlimactic, right? Right. So, Mutu's brother thinks that, you know, after all these years, he really is dead because if he wasn't dead, if he really went to India, Mutu would have called his mom. The brother knows that Mutu would have called his mom Mm. to give her some kind of peace. And Mutu's brother and family, they're just so freaking upset because they don't even have um, a body to do the final prayers with. Yeah. So, they're really upset and they're very like, you know what, whatever, like, leave it up to God. God will punish them. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's 
kind of sad they can't even do the final prayers to be at peace you know because yeah. at least if they get a chance to say goodbye they can live mm. the rest of their life being a bit at ease yeah there's some like, sort of yeah. ending to it but now yeah. it's just anger resentment and just like you know just the grey area yeah yeah I guess also the feeling of if the police had done more work mm-hmm. earlier they, they could have found evidence, they could yeah, have found all of this. Yeah, just three years was a lot, man. It's yeah. really a lot. This is a very short story, but it's just, it was so, like, interesting because of the name. Yeah. Curry Murder, and it's creep like, completely bizarre, man. Like, cooking curry. Yeah crazy but you know curry is actually known curry powder is known for masking a smell that's good to know yeah (laughs) (laughs) i heard in like other countries they use it for like masking drug smell Mm. that's it you guys we hope you enjoyed it's a short story hope you are not eating but it's super scary yeah i'm really scared right now we should never film a podcast this late (laughs) I'm so cold. <laughs> Monsoon check. We'll be back with another podcast soon. Stay tuned and bye. bye.